Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Welcome back. Good morning. Maddie's off to a rough start. Fish, Fish, I'm going to kick your ass. I just want you to know that. I hope everybody's having a great Friday morning. You know morning what? So Everybody is fired up today. You know why? Why? Because they had a great time with Frank and Oh, and, and Maddie, Maddie, top of the call. Go ahead. Tell everybody what you did. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Also featured on the Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the morning show. But if you had breakfast today, would it be breakfast for one or two? (laughs) I don't like eating breakfast. It would have been for one. Breakfast is good. My my little bagel sandwich is delicious. Now, everybody's still fired up from uh, Frank and Lucy. We had a great time. I'm glad you guys did. I don't give a shit. No, no, you're the only one that didn't have a good time yesterday. He never has any fun. You don't give a S word? No. Why? Yes. We're you don't want us to have a good time? Professional business. Not to have a good time. I professional yesterday. Oh, this is Mr. Martyr over here. Oh, you guys had a good time. Not me. I was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So he's going to be on no. a piss, pissy mood Fish, today. Fish, that ever happens again, I just want you to know I will kill you. I want it to happen. <laughs> Terry. What's up with Ishbia? Is he trying to buy the Broncos? Um, I, yes, he's trying to buy the Broncos, but um, I thought Matt Ishbia should have bought the Detroit Lions. Um, I've been trying to get a hold of him, asking if he wanted to own an NFL team, and if he did, why not the Lions? Because he's got a lot of money. Uh, he's innovative. He won't allow things to... Fester, I think he would be a better owner of the Detroit Lions. If you're the owner of the Lions right now, do you sell the team? No. Why the hell would you sell a football team? That is a cash machine. Well, it is, but I am saying for selfish reasons, Uh. he would be. No, we know they're not going to sell it, but you can still have the debate or have the dream that somebody else owns it. Oof. And Matt Ishbia, you know, he's, he's innovative with his company. His employees appear to be, um, to like working there. It's successful. Cuckoo and I'm for just Cocoa wondering. Puffs, a lot of them. Huh? I know one of them. Do you, is he miserable? Cocoa Puffs. Uh, she's all right. Is she happy? She turned out all right. Yeah. yeah. She got away. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, when she, is she smiling when she goes to work? I in the ask morning? her. <laughs> Oh, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about Hi. that. You've worked everywhere. I have. So how did you like working there? I actually loved it there. Um, he, Matt Ishmael is honestly like the best boss I've had in, in the world. And he's not a, obviously a direct boss, but he did so much more for his employees and the people that worked for him than I can, like, he knows everybody there. And there's 10,000 employees. It's absolutely insane. You can yeah. walk by and he'll be like, hey, Maddie, how are you? How is this? And I'm like, how did you even know that about me? 
So yeah. I I knew him when he was a scrub. Uh, we would talk to him on occasion when he was a reserve on Michigan State's uh, basketball team. He was a nice dude. I never expected all of this because, you know, you just talk to him on occasion. Like when he gets his little um, one minute of uh, mop-up time and then he would um, – do you know what a trillion is? Of course. What? In it basketball, is. what is a trillion? Oh, in basketball? I have mm-hmm. no idea. A trillion is when you play one minute, you shoot zero field goals. Of course, you make zero field goals, zero free throws, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero turnovers. So it's one with a whole bunch of zeros, and they're called trillions. Matt Espier used to pull off trillions for Michigan State. You know who's the best trillion trillionaire on the uh, Pistons? Scott Hastings. Scott Hastings always would come in, play one minute, do nothing, and celebrate the victory. A trillion. Look, where are you at with uh, ownership right now and the team? Uh, What does that look like for Terry Foster? Sheila Hemp, I want to say now four years. I actually liked her. I, Uh, um, I had a sneaking suspicion about her that she would be different than her parents. Why is because, that? Because I just don't think her parents cared that we're making money, we good, and fans don't seem to be that upset. They're still coming. They're still buying Lions gear. But <clears throat> from my dealings with her, she was embarrassed by the Detroit Lions. So if you're embarrassed by something that – you're going to do things differently. And I had a uh, friend who worked in the front office and would go into meetings and say, you know what, this is really an antiquated way that we're doing things. Why don't we try this? And he was always resisted. Oh no, that's just the way we do things. And and his line was always, but it's not working. Try something different, even if it seems stupid. I think Sheila Hamp, you notice she dropped the forward, uh, was so embarrassed and wouldn't, you know, it's not going to criticize her parents, but was so embarrassed by the job that her parents did. And she knew, she knows all the insights and and uh, how the uh, Fords are kind of aristocrats. The Fords, to me, didn't really care. I don't, I don't think they really cared. They would say they cared, but they you didn't. You know, uh, to... Uh to uh, acknowledge the last 22 months, maybe a little less, 20 months, uh, it's been good. I've seen competent uh, front office decisions, competent organizational decisions. Uh, You're starting to see the lines more involved with the league. Uh, I think that's very interesting. Uh, grabbing the NFL draft, I think, was quite impressive. Uh, that typically does not happen. All that is correct, so, and I'm impressed too. But you know what I also thought, saw? A 3-13-1 record. Yes, I, I understand that. And there's – I mean, you know me, Terry. I'm not a – I say how it is. And if you're, you're trash, I will tell you you're trash and much more. But uh, last year's 3-13-1 and and season was a bad season. And nobody wants that moving forward. Uh, you want to establish a franchise, but if we're being honest, 
it was a talentless roster and the same the same room we gave for Troy Weaver and Steve Eiserman, I believe we needed to give Brad Holmes year one. And that can even apply to your head coach. So year two, now I think you can have binoculars glaring at every aspect of this football team and say, are you getting better? Are you developing players? Are you winning football games? Are you coaching better? Like, uh, these are things on the field I have no problem with discussing this year. Last year, the problem with last year was they were so pathetic their first eight games. Even if you have a bad roster, you cannot be that bad. We were talking about 0-17 last year. It was a legitimate thing. But the Anthony Lynn move, I believe, really shifted uh, a lot of perspective and really how I thought about Dan Campbell uh, moving forward. And it just goes back to show you that yeah, Sheila Hamp, that organization is operating. Granted, you're comparing it to a bunch of crap, but is operating at an all-time level, in my opinion. I don't think it's ever been this aligned from top to bottom. And that, that means something. Now, do you need to get wins on the field and start winning divisions, playoff? Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. No so doubt. you have one more losing season, and then after that, it should be, not saying gravy, but... They should be competitive. If you're not competitive by year three of this coaching staff with that GM and the front office turnarounds they've had, you really botched on the coach, and that's on her. And Brad Holmes has that, you know, that you know, little key in his pocket. Open door three, it's all good, knowing he didn't bring in this head coach and he hasn't picked a quarterback yet. So Brad Holmes is going to be fine. Dan Campbell, by year three, needs to have this team contending for the division which means they're essentially a wildcard team, but are they good enough to win the division? They should be by year three. We'll, we'll see about that, young man, because um, once three again... Three years is a lot of time, Terry. It is, it's not that long. In the, mean, NFL, you, in the in NFL? In the NFL, yes, but the Lions NFL is, I, is, is always a little bit different. I'm not going to hold the Lions to some below subpar standard because they've sucked for 58 years they can either get in line with the league and turn it around and build a talented roster and have an actual coach that can actually provide success or you can kick rocks it's one of the two now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let them go seven and ten this year nine and eight the following year and say oh wow things are looking really up and up but yeah. you understand in this town. I don't care about this town. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk into this mic until I'm they blue love in the face. this coach or they're learning to learn this coach so much. I don't care. Johnny Depp loved Amber Heard till she started shitting on the bed and beating the hell out of him. You can love the team all you want. They suck. They suck. Sensitive. Okay, I'm gonna hold it to you. Sensitive people. Hold you to it. All good, Terry. All good. We. I don't want you changing your tune in three years. <laughs> well, Terry, what I really meant was this. No, I, I mean, look, uh, I'm I'm good, Terry. I'm, I'm holding I'm, your damn feet to the fire. For what though? Because you talk, because you talk for, all uh, this crap. No, I, and I, I then know I, I think I think you I believe think in two years you're gonna have a little change. Well, Terry, I know I said this, but what I really meant was this. On what, though? Like, regarding the coach or what? The team? The, the coach. Because yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to bring up the, well, T, they started from three wins, and now they got no, nine. No, see, I'm the opposite. So. I was the same way about Schwartz. 
Schwartz three wins, six wins, ten wins, right? If Campbell goes three, seven, ten, right? I don't think anybody in town would be sitting here saying, yeah, I don't think he's, uh, he's deserving of a fourth year. But what happens in that fourth year, Terry? The expectation is if you don't win the division this year, you're out. You are out. And if by year three you have not had a winning season yet, do I even have to say anything? No. I think it speaks and, for and, itself. And, and don't say anything if that happens. I'm just saying, I you know, I am not attacking you. I think you're a lovely guy. I appreciate it. With a cute you nose. Have a lot of him. But, cutie pie. Cutie pie. Well, he's, he's, cutie got, pie. he's got some issues that, you know, we have to acknowledge. Nobody's perfect. Well, he's, I'm not perfect. I fully am aware I of that. Am. He's a ball of fire. And sometimes he doesn't need to be a ball of fire. But my concern is, you now he's talking all this, all big and bad today. Like, in three years from now, if he doesn't, if he gets, if he's nine and eight, I'm going to put the heat on him. I think you'll back down from that. If Absolutely they, if not. They, if I was, if if I was frustrated with Caldwell after year three, now believe me, I will be frustrated with Dan Campbell after okay. year three. Okay, we'll see. Terry, my expectations are not, oh, because the Lions are so bad, I will accept this. It's I want here, which is division titles, which is consistently putting out a good football product, which is winning playoff games. Something this team has no idea what the hell that means, by the way. But I understand that is the point. <clears throat> I don't care about the Lions bar of success. I'm looking at the NFL, where the NFL is going. And what the NFL is telling me right now is that you can win with an average quarterback. What the NFL is telling me is you can supplement an average quarterback with quality talent and very good coaching. So if you have talent and you have good coaching by year three with this football team, I don't want to hear that you can't be winning football okay, games. I have um, a vocabulary of words that are not in the dictionary. <laughs> I'm going to teach you one now. And what is that? Bula Bula. <laughs> I think you're talking Bula Bula. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you I mean? You're going to back down in three years. If, 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 if Dan Campbell... Say he won seven games this year and win nine games. You, you said that's not acceptable. Three, seven, <clears throat> nine. Yeah, I don't think that's is acceptable. that okay. I uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll I, fire I, him. But no, I, I think, think you're gonna. Well, hey guys, you know the Lions finished nine and eight this how, year. How how have we been doing a show for months together? You you should know me by now. Absolutely not. I would not say that. Absolutely oh, yeah, you not. Will. You think I'm going to be happy with nine wins? Yes. I literally spent, what, weeks and weeks now arguing with you about Jim Caldwell and how nine and seven, nine and seven was unacceptable. I know, but I think you're going to back down on this Absolutely one. Absolutely you're Because you're going to say, well, he started from three wins, and look what he's done in three years. You're going to turn into this, these Lion fans, that's going to be their narrative, and I think you're going to fall for the trap. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I can't wait. Can we fast forward two years from now? I, I, I'd love for this to happen. <laughs> and I'd love for you to sit up here and tell me, T, I don't remember saying that. I haven't done it, not, I haven't done it yet, Terry. And, and you know what you're going to say? Pull the tape. Let's see. You guys can pull the tape on me whenever you want. <laughs> All right. All good. All good. We got to go uh, to a quick break. When we get back, we will discuss whether or not the Lions should entertain calling a specific individual out for a workout, uh, who that individual is and what position we'll get to next. But before we do, i got to tell you about Planet Fitness, your home 
of a judgment-free zone. Your fitness is essential. Make sure you sign up today. Zero down, $10 a month. That's Planet Fitness. Visit them at planetfitness.com or one of their many Metro Detroit locations. Six dark corners, a driveway and a patio, five windows that could become doors. Every house has unique security challenges. Guardian Alarm has more tech, more team, and more ways to help keep them all safe. Get a professionally designed and installed security and smart home system from Guardian Alarm. Sign up today and get a free video device. Guardian Alarm. Smart. Right from the start. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT. When you need apparel, there's only one place to go. Big Frog in Novi. With no setup fees, no artwork fees, no minimum, and a 24-hour turnaround, you can have your whole team outfitted in no time. Embroidery, direct-to-garment, vinyl, and screen printing, Big Frog has it all in all the styles you want. So whether it's a sports team, fundraiser, school event, or corporate needs, Big Frog is your one-stop destination. Visit bigfrog.com novi or call 844-4-BIG-FROG. We are the network for Detroit. By Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. Our friends at Alta Equipment know that when it comes time to getting your job completed on budget and on schedule, uptime matters. That's why Alta Equipment has partnered with the biggest names in construction. With the most diverse rental fleet in Michigan, there's nothing your project can throw at you that Alta can't handle. Give them a call at 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. Alta Equipment, where uptime matters. All right, we're back here on the morning show. Maddie, what's up? What's up? Hope you're doing good. I am. I'm doing Maddie's great. Maddie's having a great day. Oh, hell yeah, she's having a game, uh, great day. Anytime she pulls a dude's number, it's an accomplishment for Maddie. Stop. <laughs> what? Stop. Your Stop. life is Just shut your mouth. I'm going to have to mute your mic for show. real if you want. Just so you know. What would you say? Your life is public information. I'm aware. So, <laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> I'm very much aware. Welcome to doing the show. <laughs> uh, Terry. <laughs> yes, sir. Would you call in Colin Kaepernick uh, for a workout to be uh, the Detroit Lions backup quarterback? Well, yesterday we talked about Colin Kaepernick, and I was upset that the NFL is now giving him an opportunity to uh, perform. This is six years later, and my fear is he'll go there and he'll be like okay or bad, and then these people can say, I told you you couldn't play. Well, if you sit for six years or don't do anything for six years, it's going to be tough for you to pick it up. But with that said, I don't know if he can or cannot play today. With that said, when you look at the Lions' backup quarterback situation, I absolutely would at least call him and give him a workout, see what he's got. Um, maybe he can replace David Blau or – I don't even know. I forget the other clown's name. Uh, uh, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. Those guys aren't good. Come on, Terry. TB12. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do huh? it. TB12. Shut up, yeah, okay. Fish. There's only one TB12, brother. Yeah, no, I wouldn't call him in. I don't see the point uh, there. There is no point. If Jared Goff goes down, this is going to be a bad football team. If Jared Goff sucks, this is going to be a bad football team. So why the hell would you want to back up in place? That would take you from four wins to six wins and alter your draft position if he needs to step in. If Goff plays like crap, great. He is pushing your franchise towards the direction of having to get their franchise quarterback, which everybody acknowledges you need. 
Okay. Why? Why? Uh, Kaepernick, again, I why, told you why, why I would, think. Why would you draft Aiden Hutchinson then? What do you mean, why would I draft Aiden why? Hutchinson? What do you mean, why? It's the best player on the damn board. Bam, because you're trying to improve your roster. Yes. Colin then Kaepernick is not improving want... my roster. What? No, you just said he did. What the why hell would, I did? Why would I sign him where I would finish why with Why would I sign wins? him or any backup uh, quarterback? Why? Why would I do that? Why? Because you got two knobs as, as Good. backup I quarterbacks want them. I want the two knobs because I don't want this team, if Jared Goff goes down for the entire season in week two, three, four, five, to be like, oh, well, you know, we better win six games this year with no quarterback uh, in our backup. No, your job is, as a coach is to try to win games. You're not thinking about Okay, tanking. first of all, Colin Kaepernick would be a worse option than Tim Boyle and David Blow. That's just the truth. Okay, then then you bring him in. If he's a worse option, you, you cut don't bring his him ass. In. You don't bring a guy in that's been out of the league for five years. Five years ago, we're having this conversation. Lions needed a backup quarterback. Sure, no problem. Right now, what is he, 35, 36 years old? But what's the harm? What do you mean, what's the harm? What's the harm? Unneeded attention to a team that's already on hard knocks. That is going into its second year under. See, the whole attention thing is crap. No, it's not, who, man. Who the hell bring, cares if bring, you bring attention to I yourself? I promise you, you go back to the Jets and then bringing on Tim Tebow and ask them if they regretted bringing him on at the time. And they sucked ever since. It, and they stunk And before. they regret it. It was just unnecessary. You don't need to bring this guy if he really wanted to be on the field. All right, this would have happened years and years and years and years and years ago. He is well past it. He's not up to the speed of the game. I don't understand how anybody expects this guy to just suddenly walk in five years later. Did I say give him a job? Did I say that? Give him a backup quarterback. Did job. I say give him a job? Answer give the him question. a backup quarterback no. position, Terry. As I said, bring him in for a workout. See what he's got. If he sucks, bye. Is that giving him a position? No. Your I fear wouldn't do is, it. oh, he might be better than what I've got. So no, uh, I, I, I don't want to find that, that, that out. I, I'm not interested in having Colin Kaepernick come work out for my football team. What's the harm? Harm? No harm. Not interested. There's a difference. Not okay. interested in a 35, 36-year-old quarterback who's been out of the league five, six years now, who has... A lot of media attention surrounding him. So even if I bring him in for just a workout, now it's what, well, Adam? Well, you have to make a decision. Is Colin Kaepernick not better than Tim Boyle and David So you're afraid of Adam Schefter tweeting about no, the Detroit Lions? No, is this what this is all about? No, no, not at all. The point is, if you're any, put yourselves in, put yourself in the shoes of a GM, right? Who's gonna bring, who's gonna bring this guy on board? Hell, even the head coach. You bring him on board, right? Just like Pete Carroll. Remember the Pete Carroll saga? What, two, three years ago, where they brought him out? Who worked out, supposedly looked really good, but they never signed him. Do you remember that? Sure. Back up Russell Wilson. They got a lot of flack. Whether it's meaningless to you or not, it's unnecessary attention, unnecessary clickbait. I don't get what, why attention in the National Football League, which is the most... Because his attention is much higher than his skill right now, and I'm not interested in a player like that. But what is that? How, how does that harm the... the do, you get, do you think guys in the locker room say, damn, you know, ESPN is here, um, we're, we're, we're on CNN. I don't want ESPN Fox. talking What's... about my head coach saying, oh, well, Dan Campbell didn't give uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, another an opportunity to be the backup quarterback in Detroit. If you look at Tim Boyle and David Blau, wow, Detroit really looking like they just didn't want Colin Kaepernick to be a part of their team. Uh, that raises suspect uh, suspect questions. Uh, this is I, the world I, we live I in. Whether you like it or not, that's the world we live in. I don't see how that's harmful. 
It is hard. It is unnecessary. It's not that it's so harmful. This team will never recover from it. Okay. They talk about it on Tuesday. You cut Kaepernick, and they forget about it by Thursday. Then you move on and go with Blau and Blount, Blount, wherever the hell his name is. Tim Boyle, TB12. Tim Boyle, TB12. So you just move on. Terry, dude's 34 years old. Been out of the league. Uh, Last two years regressed completely as a quarterback before everything happened. Uh, Basically when Jim Harbaugh left. We're talking two, three years ago, four years ago. I'm considering a 30, 31-year-old backup quarterback. To bring in Colin Kaepernick right now with the attention he brings is unnecessary to any football team, in my opinion. The Raiders want to do it? Great. They're Vegas. They're stupid. They want all the attention. They can go for it. I don't. I want this football team to improve. The quarterback position is the least of my concerns in terms of backup quarterback. And if Brad Holmes truly, (laughs) if Brad Holmes really wanted a quarterback to back up Jared Goff, he would have signed one already in free agency and not re-signed uh, the two bums that everybody hates right now on the roster. And number two, he would have drafted a quarterback. So I don't want to hear Colin Kaepernick to Detroit. We're not the fit for him. He can go anywhere but else. It's not, it's not Colin here. Kaepernick to Detroit. It's Colin Even Kaepernick. Even for a workout <clears throat> in Detroit. You pay for air. Are you, are you afraid the airline fares are so high the Lions can't afford it? There's no point in bringing them out, Terry. They made their decision before the draft. These are our backup quarterbacks. Okay, is the team set? Is Are they going to sign any free agents? Who knows? Between, they will, because they always do. There, there'll be guys released from other teams. They will bring them in for a workout. They will say, you know what? I like that guy. We're going to keep him. Or, I don't like that guy. Get the hell out of here. It's the same with Kaepernick. You bring him in. You say, I like it's this guy. It's not the same with Kaepernick because the reason why we're talking about Kaepernick is the reason why we're not talking about all those other free agents that you're talking about. That's the difference. Because he brings attention to the organization. Yes, man. That, that's a thing. I, I don't understand why that's I, I am just confused as hell. You are bringing him in in the summer. Who gives a damn what you do in the summer? You bring him in the summer. Yeah, people are talking about you in June and July. Big freaking deal. By August and September, it's all forgotten. You got your roster, you go on, you play your little games, and have fun. Now, you either go with him because he was good enough to make your roster, or you cut him Let me put he it wasn't. this way. Let me put it this way. The Jaguars bringing out Tim Tebow to be a tight end was a joke. It was yes a joke. No? Okay. And do, uh, well, no, no. It was a joke, and it brought unnecessary attention to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you know what? Granted, Urban Meyer was already falling apart uh, going into the year. He never really had a chance. That didn't help him. So when you go on the list of all the dumb things Urban Meyer has done, Tim Tebow is one of them. You don't need to add a, a little checklist box to your resume of, well, you know, we at least invited Colin Kaepernick out, but you know what? Oh, he wasn't good enough. One of, first of all, first of all, how does anybody expect him truly to be good enough at 34 years old, five years removed from the league, even as a backup, it's ridiculous. I don't see the point. I'm not sure why he would even consider or want a backup role. He hasn't come out publicly and said, I'm willing to sit all year on the sideline and root for well, my team. He worked out with Oakland, so he must be willing to. Another know. thing, do you think because the Jaguars brought in Tim Tebow to play tight end, that that caused Urban Meyer to you know what it caused? It caused his team to lose a lot of respect for him. 
They don't respect the Jaguars anyway. Uh, I'm you not know, talking but what about. What was the bigger story? Timbo, Tebow coming in at quarter, uh, at tight end, or Urban Meyer playing with some woman? That, that was he didn't later know. on. At the time when Tebow was here, and he was making the first cut, the second cut, players were looking around like half the guys you're cutting are way better than this guy. Are you serious? That's the point. But if if TB12 and are better than Kaepernick, guess what? They're going to be on the roster. Nobody's going to be talking about Kaepernick anymore. I, I'm just sick and tired. I've been hearing this all my life about bringing attention to somebody, to a team. It doesn't harm a team unless it's something egregious during the middle of the season or during the playoffs. No matter what happens in the summer, you can survive it. Unless it's, you know, you know. The court, the, the, the you're coach. putting yourself in a lose-lose situation if you're the Lions. Because if you bring him out and he just genuinely isn't good enough and you cut him, oh, well, you know, he wasn't good enough. And then every, the outrage comes in. Oh, well, the Lions didn't even give him a fair chance. They said he wasn't good enough. Uh, I mean, this is just unneeded. Whether you anybody likes it or not, me as a GM, I don't want to deal with it. I will take my two horrible backup quarterbacks over a guy who could – possibly be slightly better than them and get all the attention I just don't need for my football team right now. Uh, that's just that's just the way I think, Terry. I color me confused. I just don't, <laughs> you know, once again, there's certain things in sports to me that just don't make sense. One, undue attention during the offseason. It goes away. If you handle it right, it goes away. And you know what? By September, I'm not, I said, Adam, did, did the Lions bring in a Kaepernick for a workout? I can't remember. And you're like, oh, yeah, T, don't you remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. If the Lions are 0-8, you're going to be bringing up, oh, well, they brought him. Uh, look, they start, all started back in uh, back in camp when they brought in an unnecessary no, quarterback. No, you know what I'll do? I'll blame it on Jim Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, okay, here's another problem, by the way. Uh, I know we need to go to break. Give me Give me 30 seconds. The problem also is Colin Kaepernick, during his heyday, when he was like a pretty damn good quarterback with the Niners, was a mobile quarterback. And what does that mean? Well, his, his was run. run first, throw second. And that's how the Niners were built around him. We're five years removed from that. I guarantee you he's not as fast as he was. I guarantee you he's not as durable as he was. And do we even need to talk about his historically average throwing great in the NFL like uh, this this has disaster written all over it the, the Raiders want to do it they can be my guest I think that's BS um, they're wasting their time and it's just an unnecessary storyline I, I, I got a homework assignment for you all right in October all right we let's bring up how are the Oakland Raiders perceived for bringing in Colin Kaepernick I don't think there's going to be any. I, I would agree. I don't think anybody's going to be talking about it. But you know what? The headlines, whether anybody wants to agree moving forward, and three months, four months from now, when Colin Kaepernick decides to make another public appearance, it'll be associated with the Vegas Raiders. And I don't want my football team associated with it. That, that's, that's really it. Uh, we'll be back in a bit. When we get back, Joel Zumaya went off on the Tigers oh, yeah. on Facebook. I know that young man. That was pretty interesting. But before we go, I got to tell you about Gypsy Vodka and the Mulligan, which is the official drink of the summer. The Mulligan is 
iced tea, lemonade, and of course, a gypsy vodka. Drink it responsibly when you're out on the golf course or just hanging out in the backyard. The Mulligan is calling your name. Ask for the Mulligan at your local golf courses or at a Total Wine near you. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Strawberry Fest is back at Big Boy. We brought back some of the classic breakfast items like the strawberry French toast, hotcakes, and waffle. If you're not feeling breakfast, try our new strawberry bacon chicken wrap, crispy chicken wrap, nacho wrap, or strawberry salad. The perfect recipe for springtime. And don't forget to grab dessert, including our very delicious strawberry pie for only $1.99 with the purchase of $7.99 or more at participating Big Boy locations. A network for the city, by the city. Woodward Sports is Detroit Sports. Sun is not out right now, but you can head on over to Chili Peppers Tanning and get some sunshine, some tan on, and it's the best place to be. They've got the spotless sanitized rooms and trained certified tanning professionals. Make sure to join the Pepper Club for all the best deals on unlimited tanning. They'll even beat their competitors by $5. Chili Peppers has the hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, and the darkest tan. Chili Peppers tan! All right, we're stop back. It. We're back. <laughs> Fish, you gotta, you gotta chill the hell out, buddy. Why? Kick your ass one day. You don't you know chill. That? Why does Fish have to chill? Ooh, I like that. Good point. You know what? You know who's the confusing guy? This Adam guy, is. yep. You're the most confusing person I know. Because during the break, I asked, you know, because it's, you know, the holiday coming. I says, Adam, are you going to start on your lamb today? He's like, ha, 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 hell no. And then he said, then two seconds later, he says, I'm going to start marinating the lamb chops I thought he was talking, today. I thought he was talking about me getting, like, whole lamb. That's how I understood what right, he said. Brother. Then I realized before the show, <laughs> I told you that I had a rack of lamb chops that I was going to marinate and get ready yeah, for the weekend. Yeah, you told us this. Right. All right. Okay, when I say, let's say I'm going to make chicken wings well, today. Well, guess what? We oh. have a whole segment dedicated to this later, so we might as well not ruin it now. <laughs> hey, Terry, you better no, get no, up no. quick He's job. just, this guy, I don't understand him. He will tell you, he laughed and said, oh, no, I'm not doing lamb today. He will. And three seconds later says, I'm going to marinate the lamb chops later today. Adam has selective listening. You should know this by now. I do. I, but it's it's very selective. Yeah, though. but it messes me up. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I mean, you can ask Joe. this dude. Hey, um, how can you even wear phone. your red shoes today? He says, "Cause I hate my red shoes." And then he'll put What's his red, red shoes? shoes on, and you're like, "Well, dude, you just said you hated them." <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get this. I'm sorry, Terry. How I'm you sorry. can flip and like two some. People flip in like a day or two, and you're gonna flip on this line thing in two years. Get the hell out of here, man! But now he just you can, flipped, you can take he just that flipped to the me bank. on lamb in like two seconds. I you, can't wait. I'm going to tear your ass good. up in two years. Tear him apart, shred him off. I'll probably Terry, be dead by then. You and everybody else been trying to tear my ass for a year. I'm looking down what? on you guys. They, they, you know, they, they try. They, they don't know the ends like I do. 
And I know I'm you're waiting already, already going to play the... I'm waiting for it. Just I, let me know so that I can, like, record it. I want all you guys yeah, to I'll remember. Yeah, I'll be dead, this. so... He's, he, this, this dude is going to say, I don't remember saying that. He's Have I ever done a show? Everything. Have I ever done a show in the 12 months that we've been? Oh no, not 12. 11 have you ever months. done a show with me? Have I? It doesn't matter. Over the course of the whole year, have I ever brought up? Oh, uh, I never wait, said wait, that. wait, wait, wait. Uh. Have you ever done a show with somebody who tells you to go to hell? I don't yes. care. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Except yes. Matt. <laughs> you can tell yeah. me. Maddie go to, is too nice. Yes. To Maddie yep. is too nice to call you out two years from now. I'm an ass, and I'll do it. Good. But yeah, also, yeah, Adam yeah. will call himself. Oh, call ourselves out all the time. We'll see. Yes. Man, Adam, eh, okay, yeah, yeah. maybe. Shut the hell up, fish. He doesn't know he laid himself a trap. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to put him in his trap. I'll be waiting. And kill him. I'll be waiting. Kill him. Joel Zamaya threw some heavy, heavy some criticism. <laughs> heavy criticism at the Detroit Tigers, uh, Terry. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is quite, this is quite the attack. It is the attack, and uh, he, you know he just doesn't understand why uh, your boy Al Avila was given a contract extension. But see, what Joel Zamaya has done is something I wish players would do who are actually playing. If you ask any Tiger about Al Avila, oh, he's doing a great job, and uh, he's he's going to turn it around. We got the right pieces in place. But Joel Zamaya is not in that locker room. And so I think he uh, he probably is in contact maybe with some guys on that team. He might be saying what people on that team are thinking. People inside the organization are thinking. But you can't say that. So I'm so happy that he brought this up because this – what Alavila and the Detroit Tigers is doing is unacceptable. There are expectations for this franchise. This is a franchise that was in the World Series twice, you know, the last decade. Although they didn't win it, they were at least there. And so this should be this time, this year, next year, and the year after this, should be the ascension of the Detroit Tigers. And we should be talking about are the Tigers good enough to go to the World Series? Are the Tigers, you know, what seed or what position are they going to get in the playoffs this year? Now what we're talking about is, hey, you know what? Tigers average two, two runs a game. The Tigers might have the fewest runs in franchise history. That's what we're talking about. So Joe Zamaya is just telling us what the hell is going on here. I'll tell you guys what's going on is uh, there's a guy who runs your baseball team that the Illich family is very comfortable with because they're hands off and they don't care about your baseball team at all. And if they did, we wouldn't be in this position. We're eight years now into Alavila. 449 wins, 662 losses. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, not takes bad over all. a team. The year he takes over, they were coming off of four consecutive AL central titles it won the division for four straight years he took over osmus came in continued the uh the winning streak you know they were a decent team and then the following year they suck and then they rebound slightly and then this is the key point in alavila's tenure as the general manager of the detroit tigers 
This is when he takes all those pieces that helped you win 82, 84, 86 games in that three-year window. And he took all those pieces and he, he, called, he called the GMs around the league and he said, hey guys, uh, I want to make a trade. <laughs> Alavila's calling, boys. <laughs> Get the lines ready. Yeah. Hey, Al. Hey, hey, Al. What's up, bud? What are you trying to trade for? Hey, uh, uh I want to get rid of J.D. Martinez. I want, I want all your farm. Hey, we'll give you the number 27 prospect and the number uh, 197 prospect. Deal? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm making a hell of a deal here. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> That's how the first trade went down. And then repeat that conversation five, six times over the course of the few years that he was in charge. Oh, and then Alavila didn't get money to spend. Alavila's conversation with Justin Upton's agent. Hey, we're going to pay you $15 million more annually than anybody else. Jordan Zimmerman, I like you. Here's all this money. He spent all his money on some of the worst players this team has ever had. Can I give you something right now? Go for it. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> and the second time, it's, hey, Avila's on the line again. Oh, don't let him hang up. We got to make a deal before he leaves. I'm telling you, that that is Al Avila's time here with the Detroit Tigers summed up. And again, well, this is this is competitive sports. I understand and professional as well. The game's hard. I get it. Yes. All right. N not all GMs work out across the league, right? If every GM worked, then nobody would have an issue. But the fact that you've allowed somebody who has sucked for to be here for eight years—that's the problem. And beyond that, you know, you know what kills me, Terry? I I feel very responsible for this. This is my fault. No, it's not. Please. I'll tell don't. you why. Okay. I'll tell you Go why. Ahead. Because my my belief in AJ Hinch was at such an extreme level. It it is the equivalent. It is the equivalent of having Mike Tomlin as your head coach in football with Matt Millen as your GM. That is the difference in skill set that we have going on here in Detroit. And I believed very much in AJ Hinch's ability to take an average roster, even with a few signings, and take them from 77 to 83, 85. I didn't think that was egregious. But so you were blinded. The stupid, the stupid person in me. <laughs> I was blinded because I allowed, and I shouldn't have, I allowed, I basically didn't do any Alavila talk during the summer because of A.J. Hinch. And now that this is the core fundamental problem, now that the baseball team isn't delivering expected on-the-field results, you don't look at A.J. Hinch. I think that's wrong, actually. I think it's the opposite. You look at Alavila. Adam, there's no depth in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, look at your farm system. Don't talk to me about Casey Mize, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson. If I picked number one overall for fucking five straight years, the fuck I would have a good farm, you dumb fuck. Sir. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> we were supposed to be working on that, remember? I know. I'm yeah, working and on you, it. You're going to have to work uh, on that uh, for real. You've been working yeah. on it for brother. 12 years. Look. He's done significantly better. I've been significantly better. No, you there's been days. Uh, no, there's, there's been days. Uh, I Terry, there's, no, there's been days where he's very good. Today is not one of them, but there's been days where he's been when good. When he gets worked up. 
When I get worked Remember up. Remember when you had like 14 minutes without swearing? That was the whole thing. That I was know. a big deal. Yeah. Are we supposed to applaud him for that 14 no. minutes? Well, no, we shouldn't. No, no, no. We shouldn't. Quite we shouldn't, yes. but we do. Look, yeah, God. we shouldn't, right. but we we're, started. We're, we're in huge trouble okay, then. Okay, but we, we have to start somewhere, Terry. All right. And sadly, right. 14 Baby minutes sad. is a That's great, right. yeah. The point it's like is. the Lions have to win seven games this year to challenge for the division the mm-hmm. following year. I get it. Yep. My bad. But I'm not kissing his ass Terry, because he goes you're working 14 with. minutes without cussing. I, just look what you're working with. I, know, I apologize. I just yeah. uh, frustrated for the city, <laughs> and I'm also just a frustrated individual with this bogus. Remember, he wakes up angry, Terry. You gotta remember that. Operations and GM. He wakes up angry, so yeah, you but can't Ramadan really help is him. done. He's eating now. He's he got still no wakes up angry. He always wakes up angry. Yeah. that's his motto. Wake up angry. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should go work I mean, out. Better or something. that way. He does. Okay. Well, he well, wakes up angry. Works out. And and then and he then gets called a bitch. And he comes here. All right. Here. I haven't called him a bitch in a month. To be fair to Terry, he has. Yeah, I haven't. Just a cutie pie. Have I told you the story of uh, a dude that just randomly yep. calls me a That's bitch? That's what at the I was gym? referring to. I'm glad you brought no. it up, Adam. Oh, he does? my God. This was like <laughs> two yeah, you months guys ago. Get the joke? This is like almost two, three months ago. I was at the gym probably like 4 45, 5 in the morning. Was that because you were lifting 10 pounds like this? No, yeah. no. I was doing uh, I was doing bench press. And I, I forget the weights I had, but, you know, it wasn't even two plates, right? It was probably 45 and 25 on each side. And that's like, what, one, 185, 185 uh, mm-hmm. bench press. It was like three months ago. And that's some dude just do. walks up, b- walks right by me. Man, stop being a bitch. Pump more out. Put more weights oh, on. Wow. Me. See, that's. It's like five in the morning, that's, man. That's wrong. I'm like half asleep. I'm right. angry, right? Because <laughs> you always wake up that you way. Him? Huh? No, no, you did it. Of course not. No, no, no. You should never do that at the gym because when you're at the gym, you're only competing against one person, and that's yourself. Thank you, Terry. If I got two pounds on there, it's really not true. It depends on where you go to the gym. That is true. (sighs) All right. Well, look. But you know, I I do. I I I don't do heavy weights. (laughs) I want to wrap up the Zamaya conversation and Alavila. The point is. Everything I just mentioned, the the, the-, uh, the theater, phone calls, whatever you, whatever you guys want to call it, I don't care. The point is, <laughs> the guy's been in charge eight years. Yes. And the only reason he stayed in charge last year was because they got l- very fortunate to have A.J. Hinch as their manager. Because they sucked under Garden Hire. They sucked under everyone else prior. Mm-hmm. They sucked. And they have sucked under Alavila. 77 wins last year. With what? Akil Badu? <laughs> Jonathan Scope? Wow. Eric Haas? Yeah, yeah, but we praised him for getting Akil Badu last year. Uh, who? Uh, well, you know, Minnesota. He was a nice story for the start of the year, and then he story. leveled out completely. But Th- Then he got hot again, and then he leveled out. Yeah. Yeah, look, again, Alavila is a disaster GM right now. Um, I could. I think he's just as bad, if not worse, than Matt Millen. The fact that I even say uh, that here we should, go again. should perk your ears up. <laughs> if I'm even perked. mentioning him in the the realm of Matt Millen, you should your ears should be. Oh my goodness! What's going on here? Uh, this is why. He is very bad. No idea what he's doing. And like I said, I could have given an elementary schooler the top pick in the uh, the MLB draft over the last three five years, and they would have a quote-unquote top-five farm system. 
<laughs> just because you're drafting one, two, three overall every other year doesn't mean you have a top farm system. A good farm system means you're hitting in the second, third, fourth, ninth, tenth, fifteenth round, like you did with Tark Schoolboy. Well, you know, Al Avila, he reads Baseball America. He he sees, oh, Baseball America has got Torkelson as the number one prospect. That's who I'm gonna pick. You know, what he should read. He should read Batman and figure out how the penguin dies. <laughs> That's where he's at. Him. Penguin works at the station. Dude. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna kill Maz, the penguin. Yeah. Unfortunate. Collateral, you know, collateral you know what? damage. I, I'm gonna allow you to run rough shot. On the don't penguin. Don't talk about my man, the penguin. Oh. Well, Maz isn't the penguin. Alavila is. Uh, okay. He looks like it. He does. Both of them do. Yeah, no, he does. He really does. This is Maz. Sorry, it's collateral damage. I didn't mean it for Especially you. Especially when he wears that tiger's jacket. Who do you think will win a bodybuilding contest, Maz or Alavila? Maz. Yeah, probably okay. Maz. And Alavila, by the way, you know, just because he traded his son doesn't mean you know he's a he's an unbiased GM. I hate Alavila. I don't know if I told you. Well, his son was batting 198 yeah. or something. Yeah, look at his team now. They're all batting. But now I guess we're going to blame the manager, right? And they're winning games right now. They've won two straight. I don't know how the hell yeah, they're they doing the it. Yeah, they beat the Guardians Whoa, two freaking games. It's just <laughs> pitching. It's just we're pitching. We're so excited here in Detroit when freaking teams win. Imagine having eight years, eight years to grow farm talent in terms of bats. And all you have to show for it is pitching that aren't even pitching right now. They're all hurt. It's a joke. We gotta go to and you know what, brother? We talk about getting reaching 500. In the last seven years, they're winning below 40% of their games. That's 38%. Uh, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'll Embarrassing. tell you what. Our friends over at the Sports Marketing Agency are doing a hell of a job spreading awareness. Maddie. Could you tell everybody about it? Yes, I can. Our friends at the Sports Marketing Agency help spread awareness about mental health and substance abuse. Their new podcast, This is the F Word, helps spread awareness of fentanyl and other addictions. Go to thesportsma.com if you are struggling or know someone who is, and let them know that Woodward Sports sent you. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. <laughs> Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. If you're looking for something fun to do or you just want to get out of the house, head on over to the Fulling Warehouse in Hamtramck. That is home of the original football bowling pin game called Fulling. They've got two ways to play. $12 unlimited open play, or you can reserve a private lane for just $120. Don't forget, of course, they have a $2 mystery beer machine, as well as multiple full bars. Check it out at thefullingwarehouse.com. All right, here we are, uh, back at it, almost top of the hour here on the Morning Woodward Show. Terry? Yes, sir. I'm here. What is the current headline on ESPN right now? Take a guess. Uh, oh, uh, Zion Williamson? Close. Uh, this just updated three minutes ago. Oh, three minutes ago. 
something stupid must have happened. French Open. No. Sources. Colin Kaepernick. His workout was positive with the Oakland, or excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. No deal is imminent. And for the rest of the article, what do you <laughs> think it's about? Anything but football. It's about uh, him Kaepernick kneeling. hasn't played in the NFL since 2016, the year he began protesting racial inequality during the national anthem. The other only uh, team known to have brought him in for a visit since was the Seattle Seahawks in May of 2017. Kaepernick threw to undrafted receivers for NFL scouts at halftime during Michigan's spring game, uh, an invitation from his former coach, Jim Harbaugh. Another potential link to Kaepernick is Raiders offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi, who was a Niners assistant from 2013 to 2016. Racial inequality, they, it'll go on for a long time. I don't need to continue this. So how's that killing either Seattle it's or Oakland? It's unnecessary. This is my point. Like, you don't, I don't want to be on the cover of ESPN for a backup quarterback trying out. For one That has sentence. to be the dumbest thing ever. It's just stupid, man. It, it's, it's just news. Is. People <sighs> want to know. Yeah. This, this is a polarizing, but I, I would say an important figure in sports. So I, I, just, I just don't get what the big deal is about why that bothers you because it's the lead story today on ESPN. Who the hell cares? Any other backup quarterback is getting league headline attention for this? You know who would? If he was a backup quarterback uh, signing for another team, Tom Brady would. You're not a backup quarterback. If if Tom Brady was trying out for another team. It's Tom Brady. Because he's a name. And he's still better than almost... 98% of the quarterbacks in the league right now. Maybe 90. Oh, he he literally led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns last year. And maybe 90. <laughs> All right, 90. <laughs> All right. Kaepernick is not better than maybe 5, 10% of the NFL quarterbacks. But maybe he's a 15. Name. But he's a name. Yeah, that's my and, point. And that's our story on ESPN. How's that going to hurt the franchise? How is that going to make um, the Las Vegas Raiders – a worse team. It's not. It's I, I brought a story up the today, example. and then it'll be forgotten. You, a couple uh, days it from is now. unnecessary because he brings him in. The locker room is so important. Josh McDaniels is a guy that lost the locker room out in Denver, even after his good start. I think they started the year that year. What three and one, four and zero, something like that. His first mm -hmm. time around in Denver. This is his first head coaching job since. And if you bring in Cap and you don't sign him. A report gets out that Kaepernick balled out at practice and they still didn't sign him. Like, you're setting yourself up for an equation, a factor that just never needed to be for a guy that possibly is a backup quarterback. If he was vying for a starting position, I'm not opening my mouth this morning. But we're talking about him getting, making the roster, being a backup quarterback to a team that has Derek Carr. Why? Why? That that is the that is the problem, Derek. That's because the they're problem trying to right make there. their roster better. No backup quarterback makes your roster better. It can. It can't. It, it can doesn't. Not. It can. No. The only thing it can do is buy you time throughout the middle of a season if your quarterback does go down. But if you lose your quarterback for the season, you typically have zero success. The In only other outlier, words that the, makes your roster better. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You it just explained you it. Will, no, because you will suck. 
without your quarterback anyway. Look at Bill Belichick's winning percentage without a franchise quarterback. Look at Kyle Shannon. He has a losing record without Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, you can't... It's already hard enough to win in this league. You take away your starting quarterback, it's even harder, Terry. No, the backup quarterback is irrelevant unless you're going to miss a two, three-week stretch. That's it. Uh, I don't know. But you are... But, you know, here you go, guy, contradicting yourself again. I would love to... A, a one-man play called Adam. And it starts off Adam debating himself, contradicting himself, bitching at himself for being stupid. Then the other Adam says, no, I'm smart. This is what I meant. You contradict yourself. You said your roster can't get better with a backup quarterback. But then during your soliloquy, you explain how your roster can be better. I'm not. I haven't once said that the roster can be better. All no, the, you the don't say that, but you, in your explanation, you're essentially saying that. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Not at all. What a backup quarterback's job is to do is if during the season you go down, let's say your starter goes mm-hmm. down, their job is to win you a game of the two, three, four that he misses. That's it. That's it. No one's looking at the backup quarterback as one of the most important positions in football because any Super Bowl, any Super Bowl contender that needs a backup quarterback, their quarterback goes down on that contending team. They are not Super Bowl contenders. Nick Foles is the outlier in NFL history. Okay, I I must have missed something. When have we described the Lions as Super Bowl contenders? We're not. We're discussing the Raiders. Okay. And they now have signed Devontae Adams, and they have Derek Carr, who's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, and they're a playoff team this year. And okay, they you don't think team the Raiders, year. if they are Super Bowl contenders, if Derek Carr goes down, do you think they want to tank or they do they want to try to keep winning? Neither. They're not gonna get they're not gonna reach their objectives with Kaepernick or any other backup quarterback. That's the reality. Well, uh, how about this reality? If there's a stretch of games with Derek Carr, you think, you know what? We can go four and two. But then if you bring in Kaepernick and say, yeah. We can go three and three. It's not going two and four, one and five. It's not falling, the bottom falling out. He can just hold things together a little bit until the car comes back. That's the way I think they look at it. You know, if Kaepernick makes, if he makes the team, which we do not know, um, I think they're looking at, he's not going to be Derek Carr, but you know what? We're not going to go one and five the next six games or zero oh and seven. We might go three and four, which is good enough. And that's that's all we want to do. Right. I think that's the way they look at it. All right. Well, coming up top of the hour, can you win in the NBA with two ball dominant guards? Uh, now, why does that matter for the Pistons? Well, they have the number five overall pick, and they are heavily linked to Jaden Ivey. Uh, really interested to think mm-hmm. to see what Terry thinks on the situation. But before we do. Maddie, I need to tell everybody at home about where I get my hair done, which is at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. No appointment necessary. Their awesome stylists will take care of you like they take care of me. Lady Jane's, the home of precision haircuts. A beautiful, beautiful environment for the average Joe who just wants to kick back, get their haircut, and enjoy the game. Guys, check out Lady Jane's. Again, open 10 to 8, seven days a week. It's wicked awesome.
He's going deep, right side. Oh, that is Edwards out there. He goes up in the air at the goal line. Hey, it's Brandon Edwards here, wanting to welcome the Sports Marketing Agency to Woolworth Sports Network to the family. Glad to have you guys. For the last decade, the Sports Marketing Agency has literally leveraged athletes around issues such as mental health and substance abuse. Glad that we can finally start trying to get the stigma off of mental health that's been there for all these years. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt cracked full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little Chili Peppers, man. our sports we just wish they'd love us back detroit sports for detroit sports fans woodward sports oddstrader.com is the number one site for all of your game day bets for play-by-play -play updates live scores and bet tracking you can download their app oddstrader from the app store today don't forget to head to their website for the best price on every game and sign up offers from multiple sports books they even have player statistics and key game stats all available at oddstrader.com. All right, we're back. Top of the hour, Morning Woodward Show. Terry? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Can you win in the NBA with two ball-dominant guards? Jaden Ivey, uh, possibly a Detroit Piston at number five overall this year. The conversation a lot heavily uh, going around yesterday was you can't have two ball-dominant guards. And if you just go through the history of the NBA, especially with these teams that were you know, what we would call super teams. Uh, you can make this work if you have a selfless individual of the two. Bam, that's the big and word. And I think Kate Cunningham is definitely one of those individuals. I believe LeBron was one of those individuals. I believe Chris Paul was one of those individuals when he was playing with Houston, and even now in Phoenix. Uh, I look at, you go around the league today, Steph Curry. You go back in the day, I mean, it wasn't a guard combination, but Shaq and Kobe, you had to respect that both had to eat, right? And you want to go, uh, I mean, maybe the better example, he wasn't a guard, but Pippen and Jordan, Pippen knew his role, right. and he knew when to back the hell up and just let Jordan be great. Right, because Pippen could run the point. So, uh, Terry, I, I think this is a bunch of horse crap that people are concerned that if you bring in a high-volume shooter and pair him with Cade, that it can't or won't work. What the hell is Golden State doing right now that does not show to you that if you play the right way of basketball and that you have a selfless point guard, which is what Steph Curry is and what Cade Cunningham will be for this team, that you can't get somebody in here that takes 18, 20 shots a game that just has that mentality of, you know what, Terry? You've been watching the playoffs for the longest time in the NBA. You know, there's always that three, four, five, six-minute stretch where getting a basket is really hard for a team. Right. And that's when you need one of those guys. Right. Uh, here's the way I look at it. You mentioned the correct word, selfless. If you got a team full of clowns, uh, I got to get mine. I, not only do I have to get mine, but I got to get it all the time. It does not work. Um, I, look at, uh, I look at a time where it should not have worked, but it did with Kyrie Irving and LeBron James.
Kyrie was one of those dudes. I got to have the ball. I got to have the ball. But, you know, he backed down to LeBron, and um, th- it worked. Um, Kate Cunningham doesn't have to have the ball in his hand all the time. And, in fact, um, you can make a point that he could be very effective as a two-guard. Not 48 minutes, but maybe 16, 18 minutes here and there. Jay Nivey is a guy that you've got to work on because Jay Nivey is used to handling the rock. Jay Nivey is used to doing whatever he wants to do. But when he comes here to the Pistons, guess what he's going to be? He ain't going to be the man. He's going to be a rookie. So he needs three, four years to develop into that guy. Yeah. But Dwayne Casey, Kay Cunningham, and whoever else will be in his ear. And you know what? It, at day one, it may not be right. But at some point, if he gets the right people talking to him, and, and, I, and I believe in Kay, you know, I think a lot of our shows are, do you believe in certain people? I believe in Kay Cunningham. I do Even too. Even though um, he is a young guy, he will lay down the law along with Dwayne Casey. This is my biggest issue I have right now is – Pistons fans, look, I'm not going to sit here and say uh, you're the smartest folks. You know, there's some really good ones out there. (laughs) You guys are really talking out of your asses this morning in the chat. Uh, First of all, Jeremy Grant isn't uh, good for this team moving forward because he's not an off-ball scorer. No, 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 no. He's just not a scorer at all. He is not a number two. Jeremy Grant is a number three on a contending basketball team. Jesus Christ, people. There's, there's, there's another factor in this. Jeremy Grant could be, we could view him as a number two or number three score, whatever you want to on this team. But my problem with Jeremy Grant is I don't think his role is let me help this team build towards a championship. Jeremy Grant, the way he plays, to me, in the back of his mind, he's thinking, let me show other teams that I can help them. That's my problem with Jeremy Grant, and that's why he won't work out here. Of course now, not. And now, that's if, why he, if he develops the mindset of, okay, the Pistons are building towards something. I know I'm not going to be here until the end, but I want to help them every step of the way until they say, Jeremy, you got to go. If he had that mindset, I'd be like, I'm good with him. What's up, bro? In fact, I'd give him a little brother man hug. Yeah, you look, you take Ivy at five. I, I don't see how anybody can sit here and say, well, that doesn't work in the NBA. How? It's how? worked in the NBA. It's worked. The history of the NBA, it's worked. It's always worked. Don't, but the, it doesn't work if somebody is a total clown. Yes. It doesn't want. Guys, uh, again, the one of the most selfless individuals in NBA history. So maybe it's on the extreme side of it, Terry. But Steph Curry, he made it work with Kevin Durant who was heavy ISO and Clay yeah. Thompson. They made it work. I, I, I don't think Clay qualifies as that guy that needs the ball. No, Clay wants he's, to he shoot. literally can get you 60 with like seven dribbles. Mm-hmm. That's the difference with Clay. He's so special. He's so unique. So, again, if you told me that Steph Curry played all his career instead of with Clay Thompson, he played with uh, who's a good two guard during that era. You could you could say that Kevin Durant was a two guard, or a point forward, whatever you want, because he 
he came over here, okay, I'm going to be at the top of the key, dribbling the ball, trying to make decisions. So technically, Kevin Durant, you know, if you listen to these people, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry should not have worked out, but it did. If you listen to if you listen to anybody, Steph Curry shouldn't have worked out completely. No, 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 no. It's yeah, too small. you're right. Can't dribble, can't play defense, relies on the sh- uh, relies on the three point shot. Only weighs 120 pounds. Don't listen pounds. to people. Don't listen to people. Jaden Ivey, if his comp is an aggressive two guard, who's gonna get up shots? Give me that. Uh, you need that on this team. Who's doing it? Jeremy, Gr- well, or- you want Jeremy Grant or Sadiq Bay doing it? You tell me. Or here's what you can do. Uh, you have uh, Kate Cunningham as your point guard, and you have a certain pace. And then for stretches in the third or second quarter, whenever you want to do it, give the, the rock to Jay Nivey and say, you know what, we want to pick it up a little bit. Or maybe there's certain games where the Pistons are better off at a quicker pace, and you let Jay Nivey handle the rock a little bit more or quarterback it a little bit more than he would in normal games. So, I mean, there's a way to do this, but it's all up to the coaches. It's all up to Cade Cunningham, uh, even though he's going to be a second-year guy, to say, here's how we're going to do it here. Jaden, I know you can show out, but um, if you look at sports in general, in order to win championships, sometimes you got to give up something. Steve Eisman, Detroit Red Wings, had to give up something. He had to give up. Okay, my mindset is I'm going to try to score two goals every every game. Scotty Bowman said, no, you got to tone it down. You got to play some defense. He had to tone it down. Isaiah Thomas was a guy that could have averaged 25, 26 points a game. But a guy named Will Robinson was in his ear saying, yep, you could do that, but you're not going to win a championship. So you got to tone it down. Yeah, everyone forgets Steve Eisenman if he wanted. Could have set <laughs> a ridiculous amount of point seasons in Detroit. That's what he was early on. And then he had to develop and learn. Just like even um, Isaiah Thomas understood what was needed. When the Pistons brought well, he in. He was taught that. Well, he was he taught didn't, that. He didn't understand that at first. And same with Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan could have averaged 40 if he wanted to every single night. And that's what he was doing year one, two, three, four. And then, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, I'm not winning. What's going on? I can't beat this team. I set a playoff record for points against the Celtics, and I lose. What's going on here? And then Jordan develops. So uh, I think it's a bunch of nonsense. Jeff is going to be joining us in about a minute or two. I do want to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to continue the conversation on Jade and Ivy, what the Pistons should do at five, and why I think it's a bunch of bogus that too. Well, you're you going to have to fight because all these young boys around here don't want Jaden Ivey. So you're going to have to go and start kicking some people's ass around here. Look, Terry, if that's what needs to be done, I'll do it, damn it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I need to tell all of you about – actually, no. No, I don't. Jeff does. Jeff, could you tell everybody at home about the lifestyle beverage that is Cintron, please? Mm, I absolutely can. Well, Cintron – and uh, you guys don't have a goddamn read in front of me. Um, <laughs> The summer of Cintron is here, and now Cintron is available at Kroger. Make sure you pick up some while you're shopping. Uh, our guy Braylon actually tried it last week. It was delicious. Right now, get two Cintrons for only $4. Cintron is the new energy drink for the active lifestyle. Drink it. Live it with Cintron. Uh, I'm Kay Cunningham. 
I'm proud to partner with Hall Financial, the mortgage company known for five-star service. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their 5,000 five-star reviews for yourself. Go to callhallfirst.com and get started with your five-star experience today. New to the game or a seasoned better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to OddsTrader, and best of luck. Make sure you're listening to Woodward Sports all day long. Start your morning with the Morning Woodward Show. Spend middays with Big D Energy. Watch and listen your drive home with the bottom line. And don't forget about Woodward Bets daily. All live, all right here on the Woodward Sports Network. Mmm, fresh, juicy, hormone-free chicken. Wing Snob <laughs> has the best traditional wings. Trout, their signature sausage or sausage, I mean, the Jamaican jerk, which I don't want to get into the Jamaican jerk. We can pass right over that. Um, or lemon pepper. Wings are tossed to perfection. And any sauce you so choose. When the wings are this good, you're allowed to be a Jeff, snob. how's your dating life? What? Are you, what? You have you just, you, I, just, I have like half the read. I, okay, yeah. wing snob, I'm sorry. How, how's uh, right, how's anyway. your dating life going? You okay? You struggling? Oh, I. Oh, we're yeah, happy. I'm taking care of. Don't worry. All right, about but it. you taking oh, a sausage? Or are you good? Um. Oh no, no, no sausage. No sausage. No sausage. <laughs> no, I thought you meant he sauces. Keep, he keep. He, no, he especially keeps, no Jamaican jerk. I'm not he keeps, doing any. Uh, slipping up, man. <laughs> Just gotta make sure he's okay, Terry. It's been a while since I've been on this damn show. You yeah, know what's what I mean? up, so man? Miss you, buddy. What's going on? He was. I'm sorry. It's okay. Last couple weeks, but it's well, all right. we haven't we haven't had anybody talking Pistons on. It's know? all right. So, I, I still love you guys. So here we are. You're our go-to you guy. All right. Let's just. But call he's it one of those is. young guys, I think. I don't. I don't think so. No, I'm fighting those guys, Terry. Yeah, right. He's, he's we'll back there. Sure. I'm fighting those so, guys. So Jeff, what's going on? I'll let you walk through the whole example, but just three things I want to address so people know it's just untrue. One, you can you can make it work with Kate Cunningham and a volume shooter. Number one. Yep. Number two. Jaden Ivey improved from year one to year two in three-point percentage last year. He shot, what, 35 36%? Yep. So I don't want to hear that he can't shoot the three or that he can't shoot the ball. And last I checked, Jason Tatum coming out of college had a worse three-point percentage. Yep. And Jason Tatum now in year five, year six, is turning into a, a legitimate star player in front of your eyes. <gasps> what do you know? It took time. Don't worry about what these guys come out of college as. And that's where yeah. number three comes into play. Nobody comes out into the league outside of a handful of guys every 10 years that can walk into the league and just deliver. Cade, Luka, Trey Young, uh, LeBron James. You get guys, D. Wade. You get guys that just come out and they're amazing. It's unbelievable. Great. It's not how the league works, especially at the guard position. Yeah. And let me throw out one of my philosophies. College basketball and NBA basketball are two entirely different Thank games. You. I agree. They're not you. even close to each other. So in college, you can actually stifle somebody much better than you can in the NBA because it, it's coach-dominated. Mm -hmm. uh, they will play more zone. They can focus on one guy because they know somebody else, you know, you might be an outstanding point guard, and they know the two guard is going to be bagging groceries at Kroger in two years. So they don't have to worry about this dude. Thank you, Terry. In fact, I, um, I used to be in the locker room at Oakland University and used to hear Greg Campy talk about people. And there were some guys that he would say, if he's on the three-point line, 
Don't even go over there. Let him shoot. We don't care. But this guy, we're going to double team him, uh, flash a third person at him. He's not going to shoot the three. But this dude right here, if he's on the line for 30 seconds, leave him alone. Yeah. And you're absolutely right about that. I mean, college basketball, people have to understand what Jay Nivey was asked to do at Purdue. He's not going to be asked to do that for the Pistons. I mean, he was the guy at Purdue. The ball was in his hands. Of course, why wouldn't it be? He's so dynamic. Um, there, you got to look at other things. Jaden Ivey, number one, I don't know the persona of him that he can't play off ball. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. I mean, Terry, you know this. Superstars in the NBA, of course they need the ball in their hands. I mean, if you're that damn good, put the ball in his hands. There's a difference when you're ball dominant. And I don't think Jaden Ivey is going to be ball dominant. And to Adam's point, talking about it earlier, it does help to have a guy like Cade Cunningham. He's unselfish. Now, I don't think the ball is still going to be in Cade Cunningham's hands, but I think Jaden Ivey, they can certainly work together. I'm a guy who, at five, I want a dynamic player. I'm not going to take a guy because he's safe and he'll work with Cade. No, I want the best player. I mean, the, the Pistons are in a position you hope they don't be in again. Hopefully. You don't know. But if they're not going to have the number five pick, I want to swing for, the, for a home run. I want to swing for the fences. So give me the dynamic player, and that's why Jay Nivey, Shane Sharp, and Ben Matherin are up there for me. I know other people have said Keegan Murray, but I just think that narrative about Jay Nivey, Russell Westbrook, number one, what you're asked to do when you hit on it, what you're asked to do at the collegiate level is going to differ. That, that's just how it is. You're not going to get the Jay Nivey at Purdue in that offense. It's going to, to be different. And Jay Nivey increased his three-point percentage from his freshman to sophomore year. He got better as a shooter. So he's certainly going to improve. I just think all that narrative is a bunch of BS, to be you know, honest You know you. what I say to those who say, Alan Spring and Keegan Mercury. I'm like, you know what? You are the person that it just wants to be safe all the time. Yeah. You're not going to really improve your team. He's I, And I'm sorry. I'm the only one who says, I think the dude's a little bit soft. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want him. Because here in Detroit, both this, all three championships, you know what you had on your team? You had some hard asses on there. And a lot of times they weren't the best offensive players in the world, but they can get in your ass, play defense, rebound, and smack you when they're done. Yep. I don't see that with Keegan Murray. Yeah, you want a guy with a high motor. I mean, you want a guy that plays with passion. Um, and, and I think Ben Matherin and, and Jay Nivey are two examples of that. I mean, two guys that are yelling, you know, down the court. They're very competitive. And th I love that dynamic. If you get a guy like that next to Cade, Cade's more reserved. You know, he plays the game at a lot slower pace. And then you get a guy who, you know, will dunk on you and scream at you and, you know, talk trash. I love that. So that's why I love those three guys. But, yeah. I to, don't want to, Keegan Murray. I don't want a guy that looks like Kyle Kuzma. I, I just don't want to be safe. I, I don't mm – -hmm. I, I get it. There's positions if you're a team and you're like, listen, I want I want Keegan Murray, like Sacramento at four, maybe they reach in, they get Keegan Murray, but we're the Pistons. It's hard enough to get free agents as it is. So you're telling me you want to be safe. Why? You, you, you know you what? want dynamic. Here's I want dynamic. Here's what might happen. The Pistons pass on Jaden Ivey, and then four or five years from now, when he becomes a free agent, the Pistons are trying to sign him. Bingo. How many more Just times are you going to pass on a two-guard? Passed on Mitchell. Yep. How many more times? Now, do you know the story about Mitchell? Yeah, he was projected didn't all miss summer. A, didn't miss a shot in the workout. No, go. no, 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 no. You don't know the story. Mitchell came in because I was out there at the Palace. He came in and he showed out. Now, in fact, I was talking to one of the assistant coaches. He said, we got our guy. He was in there today. I said, who was it? It was Mitchell. Man, he clowned everybody. 
and they had some pretty good talent that day. He said, "This is gonna be our guy." I'm like, "All right, well, they're gonna." And then they saw Luke Kennard. You know, Luke Terry, you <laughs> instead. Terry, but you know what Luke Kennard had? What? He had that white boy wiggle. He you know what? Shoot. Terry said it, not me. I brought it up yesterday on the 11 o'clock show. Okay. You guys tell me how many white people have worked out in the lottery. Teams got to stop drafting white people. And I'm not talking Europeans. They don't count. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, it's... Kevin Love, Jason Kidd, but he's mixed. So I don't know what you qualify as. Yeah, but he, he shares the responsibility of being black. And Kevin Love's like 6'9". I mean, you could probably make the case for guards. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't name a guard. Larry, Larry Bird was the last one I could recall. Yeah. What, Kendrick, uh, uh, Kirk uh, Heinrich? Steve Nash, but he was at like 15. What about J.J. Reddick? <laughs> J.J. J. Reddick. J.J.'s nice. Luke Kennard. He's nice. It's unbelievable. All these guys got jumpers, man. I don't it, know. What's so hard about NBA GMs? To, uh, look, you, you guys say it's racist. I don't care. It, well, <laughs> we want to win. Skin color matters sometimes. Some, it's it's fr- most frustrating when he's right there in front of you and you still make a mistake. I mean, right. that that's frustrating. So hopefully the Pistons, I, I think Troy Weaver is a little bit different. Hopefully he does not do that. Um, and I know he loves upside, but also I, I'm curious to see what direction Troy goes because it'll tell you a lot about what he expects. Does, does he want to win sooner than later? If Keegan Murray's Who's the, the ideal play for you at five that you, if you could walk away with now, right now? Mm-hmm. I told you this guy is going to be there. Take him. Who Shane, is it? Shane Sharp. Really? That's my guy. And All right, but and you understand that's five years you, away. What, what do you yes. know about him? Let me ask because I, I don't know. I don't know crap about well, him. I'll admit it. And, and the reason for that, I'll start with this. I'm, I'm, I can be patient. The last three years, we have been bottom of the league. So if people want to say, well, Shaden Sharp, you got to wait another two years. <laughs> you waited three. So if I'm going to get the best player in the draft, potentially, I'll wait two years. That's my mindset of that. I think he fits the best next to Cade. You can make a case for Ben Matherin. But now you're getting a peer scorer, an, a, a shot maker. And I get it. You don't have college film. The only thing separating him from any of these prospects is one season of college. Are you going to use one season of college basketball and make that the deciding well, factor? we haven't seen him. That's, but, that's what scares but, me. But what I think is this. If he plays, he would have been a top five pick anyway. So, again, if it, that's how I'm thinking. I, people, if they want to make a case for Jaden Ivey or Ben Matherin because I saw, I've seen tape on them, that's fine. But I'm getting a guy who's two years younger than those guys, can have, has more room to grow, 6'6", 7-foot wingspan. Ivey's what, 6'4"? 6'4", yes, uh, but still, just the length, the size you're getting next to Kate, I love it in the backcourt. I would take the risk, but again, Troy Weaver's making the decision. He might play it safe, but that's that's my selection. I think you think that uh, Ivy would be safe? Um, uh, yes, two-year player out of college. He's, he's great. He's a great player. I don't think he's safe compared to Keegan Murray. I, I don't want to get – don't get me twisted. I think he'll be a great player, but – what I mean by safe is I got a player that had two years in college, and then I had a player that didn't play in college. And you've seen more of him. You've seen more of him. Yes, that's that's playing safe. But, yeah, Shane Sharp's my guy. Now, I have three guys I'd be okay with, Shane Sharp, Jaden Ivey, or Ben Matherin out of Arizona. Those three guys I'm sold on. Basically, I want a backcourt mate with Cade. That's where I am at. Uh, you and know, you want no a guy ch- that can shoot the ball and yes. also facilitate when needed. Yep. And All it, right, let's, let's forget about here's my top three. Boil it down. You got the number five pick. Who are you picking? I'm going Shane Sharp. Okay. I can that, respect that. I'm not yeah. even blanking. I think I'm, st- I'm sticking with Ivy. And that's fine. I, I, there's, I don't think there's much of a, like, you know, if you're going to pick Ivy, I can't sit here and argue with it because I'm cool with it. I just want to swing for the fences. I want a guy that could potentially be the best in, in a couple years. So What's his pro comp? Um, I mean, he, he, likes, he, he watches a lot of film on Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. That's his game. Like, he wants to score the basketball. 
and, and, and he's got the length and size to play defense. Troy Weaver and, and Troy, uh, Dwayne Casey's type of player. I get it. A little more uncertainty, but this is the number one player coming out of high school. Like, every school in America wanted him, and he chose to go to Kentucky and didn't play the year, which didn't make any sense because he practiced with them, but that's another story. Um, I think if he would have played this year, he would have been the best player in Kentucky. So, it I is like what that. it is. I like that. What yeah, about, was, was he showing out in practice? I'm sure. There's stories about it. What yeah. about Jeremy Grant? What do you do? That's the other interesting piece of this because you have Portland at seven. Um, if Portland's willing to trade that pick to the Pistons, I would also like to know if Troy Weaver, he, they said this, they don't want a team full of 20-year-olds. And if you trade Jeremy Grant for the seventh pick, you now have a team of like six or seven guys that are 20 and 21 years old, which is fine. But you want a little more veteran. You want more veterans in there. You can go get it for agency. But if they choose to keep Grant, that tells me that they want to win sooner than later. If they trade him, that then that makes my Shaden Sharp pick even more beautiful because you have two first round picks. You take Shaden, then you take a guy at seven. You're a little more sold on. That way, you you either one. You'll, maybe both will work out. You'll, you'll be even I, better. I heard an asinine trade a couple days ago. Who's got the fourth pick, Sacramento? Oh, don't bring it up, Terry. I know what you're about to say. This is you terrible. Switch. Picks five, you move up to four, and give them Jeremy Grant. It's terrible. No, no, that doesn't make no sense. No one in their right mind would do that. that not even you, on two K, you'd, you'd make that trade. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Why would you give up? It's in a draft where there's three guys that are consensus. Why would you move up from five to four outside of them? Those three guys that are consensus. What if top one of picks? them were available? Now you have a conversation. I just think one pick for Jeremy Grant in there. I mean, every team that's contending wants Jeremy Grant. So why would you give him for one spot? I'd rather take Portland's seventh pick and and get another player. Are you going to end up with the same player at five that you would at four? I think so. Because if Jay Ivey goes four, or excuse me, whoever it is, I think you'll get a similar-esque player at five. So you're right on that, Terry. But sometimes the cap space means more than the player. Uh, I've talked to a number of people who believe that. So, to me, it might be worth getting rid of Jeremy Grant just to get rid of his salary right? and trade up one spot. I wouldn't do it, but I can understand that mentality in the NBA where they might do that. Yeah. And if they, tra- if they trade him away, I don't want to hear nobody talking about playing this year because <laughs> uh, you're going to have a team full of 20, 21-year-olds. They could, but the East is, is – How are the Boston is, Celtics built? Well, mostly through the draft. But they have been also. But they had Kyrie. Yes. And then they had Horford. Yes. And this, so they had veteran guys there. Mm-hmm. Who is a veteran free agent this team can go and target right now that would allow them to be flexible? And I'm not talking about, oh, well, Jeremy Grant. Oh, Jeremy Grant's here. Jeremy Grant is such an interesting player. Yeah. Talented, pretty solid. Just doesn't do much for me on this basketball team. If he's going to take 15 shots again this year. You know, I'm going to con- <laughs> contemplate my life. You've had that bat in the closet for, for a year now. I, I just don't understand how him taking 15 shots benefits his team. Iso ball down it the stretch. Because and it he's not even him. a good scorer. Yeah. It benefits him in his mind. And he got a little better with it after the All-Star break. He but did. he didn't have a choice because it was Kate's team by then. In November, he was a selfish don't say it. I, I, I'm trying not to. <laughs> trying not to. And that's the toughest part. Like, you have Jeremy Grant, who I'm sure players have confidence, but Jeremy's probably thinking, I'm the best player on his team. I mean, or at least mm-hmm. second, you have Cade. And that's hard to, when you have a team full of young guys and you have to tell Jeremy to be the third option. That's why it makes sense to me to get him to Portland. Go, there go was, to a veteran uh, team. There was a troll. Um, you know those, like, parody accounts on Twitter, right? 
Uh, yeah. For, so there was a troll uh, troll post today for, on Hoop Central, and it's their parody account. And uh, it says Russell Westbrook has formally requested a trade from the Los Angeles Lakers. Jesus. So the first part of it, you're like, oh, wow, this is really good. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, where's he going? <laughs> and then it says his list of preferred trade destinations include the Warriors, Bucks, and Heat. <laughs> and to me. Warriors, uh, Bucks, and who? And the Heat. All I just three. think that's so funny. I mean, whoever whoever made that, like, kudos, because it's so funny. Any of those and that's like, just... that reminds me of Jeremy Grant. It's like, like, they think they're that good. And that's sad. Okay, really sad. Uh, you want to you want to watch this man explode? No. <laughs> What's up? Let's bring in Russell Westbrook just for a tryout with the Pistons. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I want to know outside of pissing me off. How does just that benefit this basketball team? Kick the tires on him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, yeah, man. just here. bring him in for a workout. You know what Russell Westbrook provides you this year? You ready for this? Nothing. Manure. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you exactly what he brings to you okay. this year. He brings you 19 shots a game, 30% career from three, 43% field goal percentage. Oh, God, it gets even worse. Do I have to say his free throw percentage? Please. Yeah. Do you guys don't really want to hear it? Don't bring up his turnovers, please. Over the he's, last, he's got to be shooting last two years, 66 and 67% from the free throw really? line. Damn. This. Guys, I mean, I, I would rather... Die than see Russell Westbrook in a Detroit Pistons uniform. Yeah, that is the anti Kate. Now, anti oh well, Adam, <laughs> oh, well, you said that a ball guy get, uses the ball a lot and shoots a lot can work with Kate. Yeah, Russell Westbrook can't shoot the damn basketball, you dumb <laughs> fuck. And this is the difference, for Adam. All, sorry for all those for all those cl- for all those clowns that say Jay Ivey's Russell Westbrook. Can can I bring something up? Russell Westbrook when he first got to Oklahoma City. That play style was drilled in his head for 10 years. Like, you're still trying to figure out who you are as a player. Don't compare Ivy and Russ yes. from, from the NBA. Do it in college. Both are two-year players. Yep. All right? Russell Westbrook, year one, three points a game. Year two, 13 points a game. Shot 50, no, excuse me, 47% year one from the field. Uh, 46% from the field year one, 47 year two. Yep. From the three. 33% in year two. He just was always not but, a good shooter. But again, it was like, oh, okay, that's not bad in college, though, right? Because that's what Jason Tatum shot. So coming out, Russell Westbrook wasn't anything like a turnover machine. How many turnovers is the average a game? Let me see over here. That doesn't even tell me. What the hell is this? Turnovers, I think not it's... Not many at UCLA. I think it's two a game. Yeah. Which is, again, he developed into this ball hog, me, me, me machine yeah. in OKC. Coaching. And I don't want him. You give me Russell out of college and I can groom him? Sure. But the guy ignorantly decided, hey, the league is going into a, a place where shooting matters. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm just going to work. Sorry. I'm just going to work on my game. He's right. I'm He's just right. going to focus on being fast, athletic, not hit any free throws, not hit any threes. I'm just going to focus on getting to the rack. Yeah. But That's you know, what he his did. biggest problem Sorry, Maddie. is Ru- Russell Westbrook. I'm right about everything. You guys are wrong. You know, he taxes, um, attacks the media, yeah. attacks teammates sometimes. But, you know, you get that I'm the man mentality. and You get that. A lot of times those guys don't change. He will never change. Yeah. He, Kevin he Durant left he him because he wouldn't change. <laughs> Who wants a guy that in the playoffs on a team with Kevin Durant, okay, averages more shots <laughs> Than the best scorer 
in the league who won the scoring title. Only a delusional, yeah. downright idiot would do that. And yep. I would like to not have that on my basketball team. Not interested. <laughs> we got to go to break. When we get back, Jeff, if you want to stick around, we'll uh, we'll have some fun. 940, we're going to go over Memorial Day plans. That should be <laughs> super, <laughs> super interesting. But, Jeff, the best defense on and off the oh. field. You tell me where I can oh, find it. I'll tell it. you. And I'm talking about Shane Sharp because he plays excellent defense. I got another one for you. Guardian Alarm. Guardian Alarm keeps you safe and gives you peace of mind, whether you're at home or on the road. You need their 24-7 local monitoring. They make sure what is important to you is safe. Call 1-800-STAY OUT. You heard a fish. Call 1-800-STAY OUT for peace in mind. <laughs> and let them know. Cintron is the official energy drink of the Red Wings, proud partners of the Detroit Pistons, and exclusively served at Little Caesars Arena. If you're looking for premium ingredients, long-lasting energy, balanced hydration, essential vitamins, and great taste, Cintron is your top choice. Diamonds, it's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Thanks for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe to Woodward Sports for more great videos. And we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Thank you uh, to all of you joining us. 9.33. We got a few minutes left with Jeff before he has to leave us. Jeff. What's up? I'll put you on the spot. Timeline for the Detroit Pistons to be contenders in the Eastern Conference. Uh, well, uh, I think it depends on a couple things. Number one, what they do in the draft. If they take a, a player like Shane Sharp, for me, it might be more longer than if they go, let's go get a Keegan Murray. Uh, go get a ready player right away. And then you have to wait till free agency. I mean, you have DeAndre in. That's a lot of conversations around DeAndre, and you don't know what they're going to do. If they go out in free agency and they spend, you know, minimal money, and they sign Mitchell Robinson, and they sign, you know, whoever – I think you're you're not making the play-in. I, I just don't. The, the East is too contend, deep. Contend, not making the playoffs. Contend. Where this is a team it, you expect it, can possibly get to an Eastern Conference final. Well, let's look at the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics, when they got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, um, after you know the first couple years, they were in the Eastern Conference finals for multiple years. They were never able to get over the top. But as they got older, they got better and better. And expecting so, they're going to get there this year. So it's going to take, you know, Jason Tatum's 24 years old. So I think that's a, a, a good age for, for Cade Cunningham, around, you know, 23, 24, 25, when you're getting into your prime. Um, you're expecting Troy to surround him with a lot more talent, more shooters, more dynamic players. So I think that's a fair expectation. By the time Cade starts hitting his prime, they should be contending. It, it just depends on what Troy Weaver does and who's the head coach. That's a big deal as well. Because I hope, I, I think Dwayne I will think be there. I think it's five years. Yeah, that sounds about right. In other words, you saying, I don't know. No, it's five years. You just said, I don't know. It's until Kate Cunningham gets into his prime. No, it's until Kate enters his prime. Yeah, that's that's what I would say as well. And if not, look, if you hit a home run with Devin Booker in two years and you get him in free agency and uh, there's some player you get this year, whether it's Ivy Sharp, whoever it may be, and now you have a, a really talented roster, maybe you cut that from six years or five years to three or four. Right. But I, it is not next year. It's not the year after. So that's already two years. So we're looking anywhere from year three to year five before this team is even considering going for an Eastern Conference final appearance. That's right on track, it. especially with their cap space. I mean, they they have money this offseason. 
I don't think they'll spend a lot of money this offseason. Then you have next offseason with even more money. So you got to wait for the offseason. Uh, but expecting so, the Pistons are now, only going to Now, Jazz, be you talk to the, the young buzzards in the back, right? Yeah. Why yeah. are they so convinced that Troy Weaver is going to take Keegan Murray? Well, What's in their minds? I think with Anthony, I, I'll just speak for Anthony because he's, he's one that I know is, is sold on Keegan Murray. I think in his mind, half of it is being safe. And then the other half is, you know, you, you're expecting Troy to want to be – to get back to contention earlier. So you're saying Anthony's a worm boy, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, think, I mean, at this point, I think so. I think he just expects Troy in his mind. He doesn't want to take a risk like Jay Nivey – or, excuse me, Shaden Sharp. Um, so maybe he'll just go the safe route and take Egan Murray. But hasn't Troy Weaver kind of shown us – I just do whatever the hell I want. He took Killian Hayes over Tyrese Halliburton, and he right. wanted the upside. I mean, didn't I mean he's he's a he good mess, player, but messed up there. But it's like I'm I'm right. gonna do my own. I'm gonna thing. take a chance. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah, and again, you know, outlying situations. I see the Pistons more as the Warriors than I do the Celtics. Celtics, yeah, they drafted Brown, Tatum, but they had Kyrie, they had Horford, uh, they had players on that team. They were a playoff team. Right. And they were just they had an they they won their trades right everybody praised uh, Danny Ainge because look at all the draft picks he hauled I mean that was the thing that's how they were able to get all these players I look at the Pistons you got your Steph let's just compare not that he right is Steph, positional but, you know positional yeah. you have the Steph uh, Sadiq Bay not sure what he is yet ideally he's just a consistent good go to uh, three point shooter yeah who can get you some mid range buckets uh, you're gonna need a number two on this team. I don't know who that is for the Pistons moving forward. Whether it's free agency, Sharp, Ivy, you're going to yeah. have to address it. And with the Warriors, they lost a lot their first three years with Steph Curry. Granted, he was in and out of the lineup, ankle issues, whatever. But by year five, year six, Mark Jackson, here comes the 51 seasons. Everybody's hitting their prime. And now we're getting to, uh, we can get out of the first, but we can't get past the second round. What's yeah. our ceiling with this team? Hey, Mark, you got to go. We think we have a better team than what? you know success has indicated Steve Kerr comes in the rest is history yeah yeah that's why I think it's five six years I think they're still away they need K to go into his prime whoever they draft this year needs to get into their prime whoever they draft the following following year are they going to develop into good role players who knows mm -hmm. free agency are you going to be able to attract the Devin Booker yeah for, for me uh, I think the, the soonest it could be is four and I think the latest would be six yeah three you would have to get Devin Booker the only way three happens is if you get Devin Booker and you hit on this draft pick this year yeah I mean you have to put a number on it and it's hard to predict anything that's going to happen in the season with trades free agency I mean New Orleans went out and got CG McCollum made their team incredibly much better so it's hard to predict the timeline for these things if you're expecting the Pistons to build through the draft, I think the Warriors' timeline is, is a great one to look at because that's kind of what I'm saying as well in terms of, you know, you're, you're getting to the second round. Is Dwayne good enough to get you to a championship? You'll get all those questions asked down the line. So right now it's about just building a foundation. Build a team, and I, don't build it like the Mavericks. All right, I get it, but the Mavericks need help. I mean, yeah, I get you want your offense to run through Cade, but you don't want it to be so ball-dominant with Cade like Luka, where not only does he have nothing left to give on the defensive side of the ball, but they just get overwhelmed. Let I, me ask you this. You want is more Cade talent. Cunningham Magic Johnson? Um, yeah, a little more scoring, I think, but yeah. In terms of uh, passing and yes. vision? Yeah, I think you so. You think he's that good? Uh, I don't know if he'll be a passer like Magic, but... Well, that's I think what I'm he can, asking. Yeah, no. He, okay, no. so he's not... He's the greatest passer. Okay, no. then he won't be like LeBron either in terms of passing, right? 
because LeBron's one of the greatest passers. Yeah, ever too. I mean, he might be. My point, my, the point is, those are the outliers where you can, uh, especially LeBron, where he can be ball dominant and make everybody else around him better. He's right. just an anomaly in NBA history. I wouldn't rely on that if I'm the Pistons with uh, Kate. But if Cunningham. you look at LeBron, he's a guy that makes the quote-unquote right plays, even if it's late that is in, what a, Kate in does a game, too. even if it's late in the game, and you know the super so superstar is expected to take the shot no matter what, no matter if he has four guys on him and he's falling out of bounds, he's supposed to take the shot. LeBron won't do that right he'll say oh this dude is wide open in the corner on the basket he's getting the rock he will make the right play and i think Kay cunningham will do that too yeah that's, now, he'll that, probably that's get criticized for that at some point because okay he could have won this game if you're taking the shot and he'll say yeah but i had three people on me and then there's knuckleheads that said we well, should have taken it anyway but i think that what will make up for that is you've seen it this year in his rookie year his ability to take over ball games late and yes with plays getting teammates open but just taking the ball and saying, get out the way. He has that as well, a killer instinct. So I think you can go both ways. But with LeBron, it's always been about making the right play. With Cade, I think he'll be, do a little bit of both. He'll be able to take over ball games, and then he'll know when to give it up as well. All right. Well, we're going to have to break. Jeff, thank you so much for joining Jesse us this morning. Jeff. Memorial Day plans and grilling tips with Terry Foster coming up in a little bit. But before we go, Maddie, could you tell us what's popping off at Big Boy? Of course I can. If you were able to tune in on Wednesday, we were live from Big Boy in Brighton. They've got the Strawberry Fest going on right now. They brought back some of the classics, like the Strawberry Waffle. They've got hot cakes. Don't forget, they've got a new Strawberry Chicken Wrap. It's delicious, as well as a Strawberry Salad. And don't forget, they have a barely delicious Strawberry Pie for just $1.99 with the purchase of $7.99 or more. So head on over to your local Big Boy. At Wingsnob, staying humble's not our forte. We just have better wings. We're back at it again with our crispy golden brown fries and our famous boneless wings. Juicy, tender, hormone-free chicken. Your favorite signature sauces with no bone. Just when you thought Wingsnob couldn't get any better. Order online at wingsnob.com today. Wingsnob, we just have better wings. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. Detroit Sports by Detroiters and for Detroiters. This is Detroit Sports Network. This is Woodward Sports. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Also featured on the Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. It is Memorial Day weekend. We got some grilling tips, Terry. Yes. Uh, by the way, I don't grill. You don't grill? The, no. He smokes. I'm a smoker. Yeah. Oh. Now, here's Ooh-wee. here is what's going to be <laughs> on the foster plate this weekend. Ooh. I uh, have already gotten a couple slabs of ribs, and I've got seasoning that I, I have imported from Houston. Well, that's not really oh, imported. I thought but you were going to say from another it's country. It's across state lines. Um, What's the name of this thing? I think it's Mr. Henry or Dr. Henry. So it's that good? You got to get it from another state? Yes. Okay. 
because I I experiment on seasonings. In fact, when I was in Frankenmuth yesterday, I got some barbecue seasoning, which will not be on the oh, menu. Did this you get weekend. any hot sauce from the hot sauce store? Nah, man, I'm I'm a wimp for for hot sauce. But anyway, uh, I have this barbecue rub. I'm a dry rub guy. I don't put sauce on it. Um, and what I'm gonna do is get my ribs, smoke them for four and a half hours with my um, special rub and uh you make it yourself yes nice i'm a smoker man i'm telling impressive i like that i I do that in fact when i first started the ribs were not that good but i kept experimenting and messing around with them and babied them you know i you know slapped the ribs on their ass if they had one and said come on guys we got to do this so i found out four and a half hours works and my ribs are a nice golden brown oh and they're nice and juicy and you can sm- you can taste the smoke. I love and that. It. That's the thing. I I don't I don't like the ribs grilled because some people they put them on there and it's like bacon. Bake you know bacon is bacon and bacon is great, but your ribs should not be like bacon. It should be uh, chewy, should be delicious. Yep, yep. And it doesn't have to be fall off the bones. I like to wrestle with them a little bit. Or wrestle with them. Maddie is loving yeah, every second say, <laughs> If Maddie behaves herself, maybe I'll bring her a little bone. Oh. <laughs> I like Only she behaves going. herself. <laughs> what constitutes is her behaving herself? Are there guidelines, Terry? Just not cussing me out. Okay. That's all she got to do. I've never cussed you out. But you can always start. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> oh man, Maddie, what do you got plans for this weekend? What are you doing? I don't have any plans. I'm just Whoa. working this weekend, and then whatever happens, happens. I guess. What are you doing Monday? Um. Oh. Off the air topic. I don't have any plans. You guys call me a boomer. <laughs> Zero. Now, what we do on Mondays, we have uh, the neighbors. We have our annual wiffle ball oh, game. Oh yes. And uh, classic Wolfball. Actually, I'm not going to have as much fun this Memorial Day weekend as usual because the St. Mary's Fair oh. has been kabushed. That's A lot of people are angry. Yeah, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed because I like to go there. I used to have to go there with my son and daughter. Then when they came became older, I couldn't hang out with them. Then I had to take them and then just be like a few yards away to make sure they're not getting into fights or anything. And then the last few years, I go with them, but I just do my thing, listen to music, maybe have a couple of beers. I don't even know where they are. You eat all the food in the world? Yeah. Oh, what are do you not? doing this weekend, Adam? I am grilling, I think, three out of the four days. You think? Wow. Now, yeah. are you starting on your lamb today? I am. I am. Are you just with, like, friends and family? Uh, mostly family. Maybe, maybe Sunday we'll be with friends. I don't know yet. I don't have friends. That's why I have no plans. So. I know. That's well, you're invited. Any of the days, okay. feel free. Yeah, oh, thanks for inviting uh, me. I'm going to be grilling all weekend. Um, I have to work Saturday all day, though. Ah. Um, but Sunday, I think I'm going to just disconnect from the world. You going to any festivals? No. I haven't. I don't think I've ever oh, been to a festival. I've f- never Terry. been to a festival. No, well, why, yeah. why as, did I say that? As, as a teenager is. or an adult. I, I did go never to festivals been to a festival. when I was a kid, but I don't remember them, so that doesn't count. To be right? fair, I don't go to too many festivals. I've what been kind to maybe festival like two. What festival are you talking about? Well, fairs. Uh, they had the St. Mary's Fair. Yeah. Um, so not like you know 
Like the music festivals. Well, they have music festivals. <laughs> and Show Labor Day, ball. Labor Day is the big festival weekend. They have one in Hamtramck. Yeah. They have the Jazz Fest. Ooh. In the middle of the oh, summer, they got. Movement is this weekend. Are you a techno music person? Yeah, or not? Movement is this weekend. Okay. Ooh. Movement. What yeah. is that? It's like a it's a EDM music festival in Detroit. Is that like where you go hide in the forest and do a bunch of drugs <laughs> it's and have that, sex that with random people? That would be electric forest. Oh, okay. No, you do like um, this. Listen to the music. Ah, oh, you go. That's that. I don't do that. <laughs> um, I also don't get tickets. I just hang out downtown because you can still hear the music without actually buying a uh, ticket. Yeah, it's no no yeah. need to go in there. Exactly. I'll just rip around on the scooters. You know what? I'm gonna have a day. Maybe I'll have my rollerblades. Oh, how do you not? I don't know. Look who's out there adventuring life good for you that's all i do oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. fish what do you got planned for the weekend buddy i mean sports how do you not there's like five finals this weekend so on are the you couch, gonna leave the house probably i'll probably leave the house i mean most of them are early morning fish, have you ever had early ribs? afternoon i have not you never had ribs i have not well Should i bring some in i think Tuesday. we need to do a uh woodward family uh outing Woodward family outing. Yeah, Terry cooks the ribs. I'll make all the dessert. She'll make the dessert. Westfall oh, will yeah. just show up. <laughs> Westfall, he looks like a side dish guy. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, yeah, he makes macaroni and cheese I salad. I do love macaroni, macaroni and cheese. No, he probably makes Kraft macaroni and cheese and puts it in a bowl. Or potato oh, salad. He looks is, like, I bet he makes a real good way. potato salad. Yeah, I don't know about that. I hate potato salad. I do too. <laughs> I think it's meh. No, thank you. Even mustard potato salad? Uh, well, okay, let me just acknowledge the people that have made it in the past did a horrible job, in my opinion. So I haven't experienced a good potato salad. Were they from family members or restaurants? Family uh, members, friends, doesn't matter. Okay. So oh, you should have had grandmama's potato salad. It was good. All right, well, let's get to mailbag. Any and all questions in the chat? Get them in. Me and Terry and Maddie will answer all your questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no filter. If we feel ask like whatever it. you want. Ask <laughs> about no Fish's filter. Weekend. You can ask about the hot sauce. You can ask about oh. whatever you want, guys. Uh, we'll be back in just a few. But before we go, the playoffs will continue. Will. Now, if you want to bet on the finals right now, who you think is going to win between whether it's Miami or Boston and, of course, the Golden State Warriors, there's no better place to bet on it than my bookie. Sign up today using code Woodward and match your first deposit bet from anywhere, anytime using my bookie. And of course, if you suck at gambling or you have a gambling problem, both are, both are very bad. Make sure you call the gambling problem hotline at 1-800-270-7117. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure. And at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risks, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. Hey, it's Scott from the Woodward Bet Show. First and foremost, let's have a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. And before we get into all that, you guys got to make sure you get over to that app store and download OddsTrader.com today. It's the best place to check all the odds at all the sports books, live scoring, play-by-play updates, everything you need. And listen, for downloading, I'm going to give you a free play today. Let's take the Dodgers minus a run and a half. 
against Madison Baumgartner and the Arizona Diamondbacks. That is OddsTrader.com, Woodward Bets. Check it out. Detroit has the best sports fans in the world. That's why they deserve the best sports coverage in the world. We are the Woodward Sports Network. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network on this beautiful Friday. It is mailbag time. Get your questions in the chat. Do we have one that we would like to start with? Absolutely. With Steve-O. Adam, does fish cuss a lot when you're around him or only on stream? Fish has the a worse mouth than I do. Oh, man. Fish <laughs> walks around here dropping F-bombs on anybody and everybody. There are no limitations to fish. So He Steve. does. I was a little surprised by that. He yeah. does. I mean, yeah. sometimes people are idiots. How do you not? And the, oh, yeah. you know what? And the only way to get by them is <laughs> just to doesn't, throw something at them. Doesn't the little guy have to put up a defense mechanism? And his is four-letter words. Well, I mean, not really, but I, I, I could. I got nothing else to do. You know, when people do bad things, I can't hit them because look at me. So you got to just use words. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got beat up by Maddie the other day. I, no, I, I got beat up by everyone. Saying. Fish can't get beat up by anybody. I got I got beat up by everyone. Name a person. person. I probably got hit by them. <laughs> Adam, Stick, everyone. One of these days, I really just, <laughs> you know. I thought, prepare. Do it today. I want you to do it yesterday on the golf course. Do what? I don't know you how do I, I stopped myself from just pulling out a nine iron and just going to work on his head yesterday. <laughs> I wanted you to, and you I didn't do you it. Did. We were on the he range together. He was talking together. so much crap yesterday. Everyone what was talking do? crap yesterday. All right, uh, Electric Forest uh, is incredible. So that's the one I was referring to, right? The forest. Yeah, yeah we just go do and do mushrooms and have and sex with any and there's everybody. There's like glowing things. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. a bunch of lights. You look like a hippie. Yeah, Spencer loves that shit. Oh, yeah. Does he? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you ever go, been man. to Electric Forest there? Huh? You ever I, been to Electric Forest? Never, ever. Is that how and often does that happen, Maddie? Do you know? Once a year, right? I don't know. I'm asking you. I've never been. I never heard of it. I don't go do things like that because I do everything by myself because I don't have friends, and that's not something that you should do by yourself. No, it's not. Why? You just go around. Uh, never mind. We're not gonna do that right <laughs> now. Uh, you know why? All right. Uh, let's see. Maddie needs to go to Lady Jane's. Damn. Wow, are you trying <laughs> to tell me my hair sucks? That's Damn. an insult right well, there. Well, your, your hair, how about this? It looks electric uh -oh. today. This is my natural hair, so. Well, usually you come in, it's combed. You got that little part here, and then you got it this part combed. over. You got this part over, but you don't have your hair over your eyes like you used to. Terry like, taking showers. Well, that's just because when I curl it, it curls like over this way. Okay. Ella Vila and Matt Millen are hanging off a bridge. Freaking you can only rude. save one. You can only save one, and it'll guarantee a playoff run. Who are you saving? Ella Vila. You ready for this? Ella Vila and Matt Millen. Oh, saving. I got to meet you. Saving. Matt Which Millen. one am I saving? Matt Millen. F them both. I, I don't want to get to the playoffs. I don't want to get to the playoffs. I will save Matt Millen because he was at least a fun and understanding guy when you ripped him. He's just a turd. He was a turd, but he was a nice turd. Yeah, because he was a turd. That's why. Because he didn't understand how stupid he was. Yes, but I like the turd. <laughs> the turd was a likable guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, this chat is going to give Maddie a complex. Look, I, I think you know what you <laughs> should do, by the way? Your next haircut? I think you should braid your hair. 
I braid my hair a lot. Do you? Yeah. But not in public. Well, do I'm talking like almost completely braided, or do the sides only? You seen me do the sides? Yeah. yeah. So, I think that should be the next one. Well, that's not a haircut, but I, I know what you're yeah, saying. It's not a hairstyle. Yeah, it's a style. Hairstyle. You don't Yo, know anything. Excuse me. Jeez. Okay, so on Tuesday, I'll wear my hair in braids. All right. I'm game for it. Anybody you guys want in free agency, NFL? Anthony Barr, um, meh. Good player. Injury history. And what is he going to cost? You have $9 million in available cap space right now. Sure you want to be spending this year? And for a position that you just spent two first-round picks on? Yeah, probably not, guys. I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, I'll pass, too. That doesn't make any sense to me. All right, a uh, few questions left before we get out of here. Alavila. <laughs> guys, I don't want to do Alavila anymore. I'm tired of the fat. You fat realize dunks. it. You realize just don't answer them. But uh, you started it. Yeah, you, well, you didn't start it. Well, I didn't tell him to suck for eight years. I didn't start it. He started it by being fat and incompetent. <laughs> and, you know, you guys he say that's fat shaming. There's... I'm not fat shaming him. I'm not making fun of him because he's fat. I am describing how he is and what he looks like. And he is fat. And you get that little stat yesterday, which was great. Yep. The last, the last five, five the last five winning teams in the World Series and the Super Bowl. Their GMs are all in shape. Fact. I'm not making that up. The last no, that, five that in baseball. is true. That was that was fun. Yesterday. Doesn't that surprise it, you a little bit? No, it doesn't. You know, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but GMs you go find me the fat. The go team. find me a fat CEO of Tesla, of Apple, of Google. Yeah, go find me the fat CEOs around the world. Because they're walking around everywhere. GMs go find me the fat CEOs of the most important companies in the world. Yeah, they're go. walking around doing things. GMs are just sitting on the couch but playing bad. No, GMs should be walking around do. doing things. Right. Yeah, they do. They go around check on everything. But the other thing that was uh. That was happening in the Lions locker, locker room under Matty Fatty was, you know, sometimes players are a little disgruntled saying, he's telling me to do all this with his fat ass? He don't do anything. Rides on a four-wheeler. Right. <laughs> if he even did that. That was probably too strenuous for him. <laughs> probably <God>. was. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Is the time yet? Uh, we got a we few got more minutes. One minute. Are you ready Adam, uh, Adam has worse health uh, than the heavyweights. Right. I don't know about that, guys. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shot. Yeah, I do have blood pressure issues, but that is uh, that is a problem. I will agree. That's a whole different story. Um, Are you getting Adam, any sleep? Are you getting any sleep over the next three days? Uh, I hope so, yeah. I'm going to try to sleep. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm about four or five hours of sleep a night. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's really good for me. Yeah. Getting I don't know how people you. sleep more than that. Well, you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, that's probably as much as I do. Four, four hours for me. Yeah. And plus, I get up at weird hours, like at four in the morning. That's not weird. That's normal. That's midday four for me. Four a.m.? Yeah, it's midday. Four I mean, a.m. is not normal. normal. I'll that's admit that. That's normal for me. Yeah, see? Normal, it's midday. It's eating lunch at that time. At four a.m.? Oh, okay. I do not. Best Go to the time gym. Day. Nobody's there. It's the best. Especially Sunday. Yeah, and then then I get all antsy and stuff and do stupid stuff on Twitter at four in the morning. That's on you. Four in the Stafford morning. Stafford used to be chunky and fat. He was, then he he got was in a shape. little chunky. Then guy. he got in shape and won a Super Bowl. <gasps> what do you know? I wonder <laughs> what the difference was. Definitely the weight and not the team. He was a roly poly. <laughs> no, but he was in shape here too. He was. He was. I'm just. I'm just. But joking. he was a roly poly early. 
I mean, you got to be in uh, shape live, to run a Memorial lot. Day, we will bats. not be live, but we will be airing best, best of. of for an hour for yes. each show. So at 8 a.m., you'll get an hour of the best clips we've had uh, we've had over the last month. And Lots then, of course, of the same will apply at 11 for Big D Energy. We, we, we got some best ofs? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Best of slash worst of. Oh, okay. All they're, right. They're both in the same. <laughs> Everybody, enjoy your holiday weekend. Happy Memorial Day to all of you. Thank you so much for listening to Terry, myself, Maddie, and the team. See you guys on Tuesday of next week. That's Get right. some and, sleep. And, and Eat and some bourbon Friday. Hey. Hey, Terry's taking me out tonight. Yes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs>